0: Welcome everyone, this is the Concrete Conservative for another edition, the 10th edition of the Young and Old Show, where the Concrete Conservative is yours truly, Mac on the Rock, with the Radio Socialist, Alejandro. Hey. No, no, you can't say hey yet until I turn on your freaking mic, sometimes, you know, this is called Blink Radio Censorship. Now you can go, hey, hey, how you doing today? Well, I'm thrilled because I feel like a pebble today instead of a Mac on the rock because I've been humbled by my son getting married.
1: Fantastic that, news.
0: Yes. He got married on the, uh, the government point there, a government cut in front of the cruise ships. I even had the honor, considering I was in commercial real estate for... Quite, quite. Uh, Ten years, very unsuccessful commercial real estate get, uh, deal career, and a beautiful cargo ship goes by the very romantic setting that was my son and his wife, and our family members watching the pictures, being part of some of the pictures, watching more pictures, or taking it all in, and an incredible cargo ship. I think it was called the Chicago Express. And it comes passing by and the government cut. So it was like an industrial, exotic, tropical setting for a wedding. And I found that to be very unique because everybody it, it, gets a married. tropical,
1: industrial setting.
0: Think yeah. that. Palm trees blowing and cargo exporting. Think like about the that, message.
1: That'd have to be like for a couple who I imagine is like really into like trade or the no, economy or something quite that's frank, how I quite,
0: frank, quite frankly it was all me it was humbling because only I enjoyed it uh, the photographer wouldn't take pictures as that giant cargo ship was leaving but it was leaving port it wasn't coming in so it was export not import that's the message
1: cargo ports are actually really cool
0: very phenomenal
1: like I've noticed even in like a lot of action movies or like comics or cartoons um it, it's people with like characters with super strengths. People have a lot of fun with the cargo bay because they like throw all of this heavy. Well, I'll
0: take it a step further.
1: Yeah.
0: This year, twenty twenty two, come now it's dialing down to the end. I thought it was cool that he chose to get married right after Christmas, and uh, a very small wedding of just the inner circle family members, and uh, him being an attorney, he chose uh, to just do a civil ceremony his best friend uh, who's a notary republic actually married them i thought that was hilarious he goes well i don't have any real expertise i'm not a priest pastor or rabbi i just sell houses for a living and i am a notary republic so i will marry him today they got a chuckle out of the crowd of family members and all of it seemed to be a very futuristic like the future of marriages and one side of me as a as a a person of faith tells me, "Oh," and the other side of me saying, "Oh well." So I'll leave it to that. So tell me, you want to do a "Let's Go Brandon" shirt? To-
1: branding. Let's go, Brandon. Everybody's talking about Brandon. I agree. Um, i uh, I think I, I'm always thinking
0: about Brandon, though. I don't think it's all of a sudden. I Biden just,
1: has been a really interesting president, I want to say like
0: yeah, interesting loser is what he is.
1: No, I think I've gone a couple of things here that I like, maybe due to your cold tax hating heart. You might not like them, but I think he's got a couple of accomplishments that really impress me. Could and,
0: you please uh, list them for us?
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to go through the list. I'm going to go by story one by one. And I also have some things where I think he's dropped the ball.
0: Okay, can, I start, can thing, I start with a meme?
1: Uh, sure, Today's first...
0: for you. This is for you. Because I just talked about Christmas and faith at the end of the year, my son getting married. And this is a great meme. Please don't be... A prick and don't be a dick on older children for believing in santa because i know adults that believe joe biden would be a great president Woo! what's up first down
1: i don't think he's great i don't think i've really ever had a president that i've really liked so far but biden has exceeded my expectations as a man who could barely talk during the, the debate stage
0: you still can't
1: it doesn't matter if he can talk or not. What matters is that he's done good things. Which are? Um, first? The first thing I want to go forward is um, there's been a bill that forces people to fix prisons, um, fix cameras in federal prisons.
0: Oh, you mean so that no more Epstein can be be, uh, choked? That's
1: actually cited here in the AP press right here. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Like if
0: the cameras broke to begin with? Oh, my God. I
1: mean, I, I think that's just overall responsibility that... Prisons should have cameras for the sake of the prisoners and the guards. And but everybody
0: knows the New York prison system is controlled by organized crime. Since I, mean, I imagine that
1: for a lot. I imagine since most the prisons 20s. Is crime. Yeah. My God. Okay, continue. Um, I can read some stuff from the bill.
0: That's kind of novel, don't you think? I mean, that should be at the state level, or, or I guess it's federal. You know, federal. The bipartisan petitions.
1: Prison Camera Reform Act, which passed the Senate last year. Um, requires the Bureau of Prisons to evaluate and enhance security camera, radio, and public address systems at its 122 facilities. The agency must support submit a report to Congress within three months detailing deficiencies and a plan to needed upgrades. These upgrades are required within three years at the Bureau, but then must submit progress reports to lawmakers. A broken... Pri- okay. Go here. hurry.
0: You can you know, slow down here. Uh, remember that Biden supporters are listening, and they probably think you're talking in Braille if that's possible.
1: I mean, what's funny is that— How the, do you talk in Braille, go... huh?
0: Yeah, ah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Is that ju- it's you a know,
1: joke! You know, it's, it's almost like—that's a, that's a good joke, but it's like—it feels offensive, but it's like not when you start to think about it.
0: When you it. think of Joe Biden, of course not. Okay, no, he uh, probably thinks he's talking in Braille. Okay, go.
1: So this was a good thing that was passed with bipartisan support. I think no one can really, you know, disagree with this.
0: Okay, do you understand that bipartisan support only means that it was piled on a bill where bipartisan people voted for it?
1: Yeah. Okay, um, because remember, none of these bills I, are standalone. Sometimes um, sometimes it's patched on to other bills.
0: Not sometimes. Every time. Period. There is no standalone deal-making in this country anymore. We'll Google that later. But it hasn't happened in years.
1: I, 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 nor I think it's is there happening discussion,
0: a nor is there debate. The rules in Nancy Pelosi's house was a dictatorial. There wasn't debate.
1: Plus... Pelosi said she wanted a strong Republican Party. Yeah, that of got, course. That got, like, a lot of yeah, who lefties believes that? really mad. Yeah, but so, who believes like, that? I mean, a lot of the Democrats... Have you watched anything by Aaron Sorkin? Like, Aaron Sorkin, the guy who I, did the I, West Wing? I, I'm sorry if I'm... The di- guy who did a few uh, go back men.
0: to your list, because I'm changing the subject no, no, on I, I And it's answer, my fault. I want
1: to answer this real fast, because it's like... Aaron Sorkin wrote the proverbial liberal fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. He did *The West Wing* during the Clinton years and going into um, until he got caught with coke, so he had to leave the show as it went into the Bush years. Um, he also did *A Few Good Men*, which is the speech of "You can't handle the truth." Yeah. Um, he also did um, *The Newsroom*, and you know he really—he's lo- he, a theater kid, so the characters do long. And
0: obviously, a, a knowledge of the interworkings of government.
1: Yeah. Um and what happens a lot in his shows which is like this is very much a liberal perspective is that there are always two types of republican the the well-meaning smart one and then the I guess you would call it like the village yokel and the village yokels are always depicted as like the bad republicans but there are good republicans
0: for us those are rhinos
1: yeah but the, the rhinos in his work are always depicted as but the But then hero. again
0: some 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 people you really think highly of intellectually like Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul sometimes behave like rhinos they vote with majorities and it's it very disappointing very very disappointing continue on your list please
1: yeah so um next one here At getting they keep trying to make me to sign up for something
0: he's trying to read he's trying yeah, to I'm read reading, i'm reading out of
1: my ipad this is y- these are all from associated press um Biden signed a law that um, protects the export of sacred Native American items from the U.S. So, this is kind of... Oh, that's
0: interesting. I yeah. think the audience should know that. You just taught me that. That's very cool.
1: So, this is something that I was kind of passionate about. Considering
0: after, the Obama sold their sacred stuff right out of the White which House. Which
1: we had discussed earlier, yeah. Yes. Um, so, we were d- discussing that... Um,
0: and Hillary ran off with a bunch of other sacred stuff. Oh, my God. And Can Bill. Can we do...
1: Let's, tomorrow, let's do, like, a Hillary episode, because that will be, like... Both. Bill and
0: Hillary were famous we, we, for just be just stealing stuff. Bashing.
1: He made, made they, so Buka, much good Jared on the they made On They made
0: bucaram <laughs> of Ecuador look saintly in, in how much stuff they ran off with.
1: Okay. So Biden signed um the Safeguard Tribal Tribal Objects of Patrimony Act on December 21st, a bill that has been introduced since 2016 um that now prohibits the export of sacred Native American items from the US. It creates a certification process to distinguish art from sacred art items. Um, the stuff. Well, I
0: mean, wouldn't it be wouldn't sacred items need to be excavated, or am I wrong?
1: Um, I feel like this is stuff because, because art the, is
0: a painting, and so we like have that. to
1: keep in mind a lot of the stuff. It, it let's in England is another big thing where they have a lot of art that they've taken from places that they conquered. So you know they'll find you know yeah
0: Jewish art from Germany or Jewish
1: art from Germany or um, stuff from the Congos in Belgium. I imagine would be a big thing that they would just take it from them and it would be like you know nice. Well, are you antiques. saying
0: Congo and
1: Belgium? Well, Belgium from what we would call Congo nowadays. Oh,
0: from the oh, intuitive. I, so Belgium's colonization of Congo. Cool. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, so cool. So um, what we see in a lot of these That's countries that have done colonization. Of indigenous lands is that like they put up art that is not theirs that wasn't made by them and it's being profited by people who didn't make this stuff.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of big time American and British wealth was yeah. based on uh, stuff that was stolen during the Nazi Germany uh, conquests and invasions So the- and defeat of of the Germans. A lot of German stuff. From jewelry to art to, you know, prized possessions, uh, changed hands during that war. Some people say that that's what provoked the war more than anything else, a giant heist. Whew. Pretty harsh well, that's reality. that's interesting. It's a pretty harsh reality.
1: You know, it's really they interesting. They say that
0: that's the reason behind nine eleven too, a bank robbery.
1: If I can get on a really quick tangent, which what's been really interesting is I grew up hearing um, people talk about, like, conspiracy theories about, like did FDR um, allow September 11th to happen in blah blah uh, but what we've really seen wait 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 FDR? Yeah, there's been a big talk about how FDR might what have allowed, from the grave might have allowed the bombing of Pearl Harbor to
0: Oh, you, to 9/11 what what's you that's a bridge dra- that's a bridge too far.
1: So but what we what people have uncovered now is that the the real answer because people are really scrutinous online is that um, the United States cut off Japan's oil supply. And they did this intentionally to push Japan into the war.
0: That's possible.
1: So that's that, that's something that's interesting. A reason for
0: us to uh, get uh, Republicans off their butts who were anti-war. And uh, some people say that the sentiment that uh, Ford Motor Company had in being very anti-Semitic he won While the they, prize well, of
1: freedom. He won, like, the equivalent of the prize of freedom from Nazi Germany for his contributions. It's,
0: yeah, man, he sold them a lot of jeeps, and uh, he sold a lot of armaments to them, almost to the point where it makes World War One look very provocative and very uh, money-related war, as most wars are. Like right yeah. now in the news, BlackRock has already signed a deal with Zelensky to rebuild Ukraine, as if the war was created just
1: to... Blow old stuff up and create new cities. Um, that's what they call the shock doctor in some circles. But what company is BlackRock? I've never heard of them.
0: Oh, you can't say that. You're too old to not know who BlackRock is. I'm too old to it's not know. It's a very, very large, not only a hedge fund, publicly traded company, enormous uh, assets, huge motivator in, uh, behind the industrial military complex. They own 5 6%, 10% of a lot of multinational Arms dealing and arms manufacturing corporations. They're a guy. Uh, their CEO is a, a gentleman named Fink, and uh, he's all over the world. He owns a, a bunch in China too, and you know it's a it's a publicly traded company, so it's a big investment firm. Uh, percent of black uh, banks, um, media companies. Their 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 technicals are
1: everywhere. So it's just like a hedge fund with like technicals and like the biggest big industries. Big
0: money. Yeah. Big money involved in pensions, a lot of the pensions are motivated by uh profit at the end of the at the end of the the pension fund, but they get a huge fees for managing these pensions so Blackrock is black and as rock as possible. It's uh, a dark, dark, dark money dark dark money i mean you, you, the the technicals are so wide, you, 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 you think can't they possibly such
1: an ominous name like blackrock that sounds i think they, they, they sound knew. like the kind of bad guys in like a thriller novel and it's like this goes all the way to the top with black Rock.
0: i believe uh i believe uh it was in, in part of their beginnings they they knew that they were going to be involved in so much stuff and uh You know, people have opinions about that stuff. A lot of sinister and cynical people believe it's sinister and and cynical people believe in sinister stuff. So, you know, it's hard to be a concrete conservative and have these concrete ideas about conservatism that just unfortunately never come to pass. We can never be conservative enough without the modern man, your generation, thinking that they're being suffocated while they're being suffocated like right now. I, I always
1: like to have one foot in the past and one foot in the future. And that's how I find my grounding in the present. Because I plan for the next day, I learn from tradition, and that keeps me footed. That keeps me Well, present. I respect
0: the fact that you feel like you're learning from um, from tradition, but I kind of think you're in denial of tradition.
1: I mean, tradition Based on what tradition served its purpose tradition served this purpose for back then. See? I guess the reason so I So you look believe for, in the
0: living constitutional document.
1: Not just a living constitutional document, but this is almost like I want to say a spiritual attitude of mine. Like when I look at the gospels, I see very timely things. I see this that like this was a book written for people who are under occupation of Rome.
0: No, they are not. It was written for all times, which is consistent and, with what you your first but that's statement.
1: What, that's what that's what I mean. Like they're there's stuff that's discussed about slavery. There's stuff that's discussed about which still com- exist today. Com- combining linens. There's stuff Everything. against eating pork. There's Adultery,
0: stuff- divorce, the- theft, bankruptcy. But,
1: like, you know, we we don't take that attitude toward pork. We don't take that attitude toward selfish or carrying sticks on the Sabbath, which, mind you, that's something that Moses puts wait, 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 wait. You're going
0: down rabbit holes. Go no, back I'm to your not. list. I'm, talk-
1: I'm talking about the attitude. Yeah. But more or less, I'm talking about this because it's like I look at old stuff and I see that these were survival mechanisms for their era.
0: Well, I uh, you really piqued my interest with the pork on the stick, uh, uh, some symbolic gesture, or is there some kind of symbolism?
1: No, a, I, I can I'll get let you go to back, your, back to that
0: point in a second. I'll I I I get to back lose to that point
1: out. later. Um, but like, there is a story where Moses executes a guy for breaking rules on the Sabbath. Does he, he execute very, very, like, or he calls for his execution? They put him in a cage, they discuss it, and then they realize that they have to kill the man.
0: Woo! Because of something sacrificial or something sacrimonial or... Just doing labor heresy. on the Sabbath. Oh! Strict Muslim-sounding kind yeah. of stuff. Not cool. So well, You that definitely have to elaborate on that one because I'm learning. We
1: can talk about that another time, but like that, that's Jeez. that's what I mean by when I talk about tradition. It's, there are some things that we should leave. Um... So another thing that I think that Biden did really good that was really recent was the marriage defense law for gay and interracial marriage that supported with a bipartisan effort. And I think even conservatives got to feel like their grievances were answered by the fact that churches are still allowed to not have to endorse certain attitudes that they don't religiously condone. Like if they're not comfortable with that's the
0: caveat you're
1: saying. That's the caveat that was given to the conservatives. And that within I, the law, within the law, but aside from that, you know, this protects interracial marriage, just protects gay marriage. something I think a lot of people felt very on edge after overturning of Roe versus Wade. Um, and this is something that I'm happy to see even some even if Republicans get on board, I you know with what their concerns were, you know I, I don't really think those concerns were legitimate, but I' I'm glad that everyone in this country at some times can recognize you know, well, everyone deserves to get married, you know. Well, too. everybody
0: deserves to be loved yeah. with whoever.
1: you know. But if, if my too, problem with if the
0: too. gay marriage, taking it into institution, I believe that's only the only benefit to gay marriage as an institution, because people are still getting married and gay people are still living together and loving people and adopting children. They're the number one adopters in America right now are gay couples. The problem with the institution of gay marriage is lowers the birth rate big time because I mean
1: that, that that stuff was already happening to begin with, but it
0: accelerates when you institutionalize it because now I think
1: it's going to be like this. You
0: like, know why? Because of the tax break. That's really you know what, what think, the gays wanted. They wanted yeah. the tax break.
1: You know I think it's <laughs> the marriage. Like show, so what is it? It's uh, going to be like you know how like everyone the back in the day, for the
0: child or whatever everyone
1: back in the day pretended to be right-handed because being left-handed was something was quirky. Yeah, was something you'd be persecuted with. Because there were, like, allegories in the Bible. Last like-
0: night I thought I met, my first time, two spouses, young kids, uh, my son's age, because I saw them both p- shooting pool at a bar for the after party because we went to another place, a nightclub, for the after party so that he could invite all the rest of his friends who weren't at the civil ceremony. And I saw a husband and wife shooting pool left-handed. And to my discouragement...
1: You wanted to I- burn him, but you couldn't.
0: I asked him, are you and your wife left handed? I've never heard of that. I've never seen that. I've never experienced two lefties getting married.
1: That reminds me of. Do you know uh, who the
0: two presidents for the first time in our history got married? I mean, got married, kind of got married in a way, (laughs) because I gave a hint. The first two back to back lefties, U.S. presidents? That's interesting. Back to back. Think about that. That's very odd. And they got married in a way. George Bush and Bill Clinton. Both so lef- recent. Both, le- both lefties. How about that?
1: Um, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs>
0: pretty cool, huh? And they ended up getting married because they were seen all over the world raising money. I, I, did you ever watch The Simpsons? I only watched because I channel surfed and ran over it,
1: um, but never watched I, I grew up loving The Simpsons, but what was really funny to me um, was Ned Flanders was like a very... Ned was a dad. Ned was the na- next door neighbor who oh. Homer hated because you gotta was, tell the
0: audience what you're yeah. talking about because sure I don't every,
1: know. Every, a lot of people know about The Simpsons, but you still gotta yeah. say it.
0: It's radio, man. Yeah. I,
1: I didn't know. Uh, he was like the next door neighbor who was kind of like this uptight, well-meaning man. He was kind of like the better version of Homer, who was the main character, the main dad. Yeah, and Homer, he, I
0: remember, was the dad. So, I got and I,
1: the big joke is that um, he was very like Christian. Which, which is like early episodes, not like, you know, before the writing got really bad, they tried making his Christianity kind of like
0: Was it a team of writers or one guy? It was
1: a team of writers. It was and I think a lot of them are like Ivy League alums, and these were really funny people who left overtime. Um and you can see the quality drop. But like
0: Overtime's another show, I suppose.
1: Overtime was like when it got around like season ten, the Simpsons started to get pretty bad.
0: Oh. So only ten only oh ten seasons. Ten seasons. That's so, a lot of shows.
1: Yeah. Um, but, like, the joke was is that he was, like, really Christian and he was left-handed. And he constantly felt the need to say, like, it's not satanic to be left-handed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get the point. All right. Back to the list. Um, so next thing up is... Uh, Time out, folks. For, Silent was, is a killer on this, radio. This was an additional thing for Indian Americans was, um... And even for some Americans in Alaska, was boosting... Native
0: uh, Americans in Alaska.
1: Native Americans in Alaska and uh, white Americans in Alaska. Was, and how about uh, Eskimos? Those are you know,
0: Native Americans? or you... I, I, think, I think
1: Eskimos are in parts of Canada. I don't know if they're in Alaska. Really? Yeah, no, it's... That it's... would be a
0: big lie on American people if, <laughs> if you say that. <laughs> Can we prove that one? Let me yeah.
1: look, because uh, that, I... That's I, interesting. I, because I, I was doing some... No, no, hi- I don't want you off the list. I'm okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm throwing That's a good question, because I have an interesting story for why I came to that. So he secured um, bill funds for their health care. This was particularly here. Let me get to the meat of it. Okay. A coalition of lawmakers from Kansas, Arizona, and California, and Arizona fought to include advanced appropria- appropriations for the... Indian healthcare service in the bill, making a first point in a chronically underfunded agency, to ensure that these services will continue being funded, more or less. Like these are underfunded things that we're providing for communities that weren't usually being looked after, and it's looking after them. It's making sure the money is getting there.
0: Okay, good. and so they have, uh, I hope it's targeted towards alcoholism because it's running yeah. rampage, rampant, rampant on the reservations.
1: That, that's uh. That's one of the biggest issues there is um, the first one is that the like, dumbing
0: down of our Native Americans
1: is that they're kind of trapped in it like they don't they stay around the reservation. It's a very hopeless culture. Um, people that who, should
0: tell you something. They the did that. To, did, they did that to blacks. They did that to the browns. People who
1: leave are kind of seen as like traitors to the group. Like they kind of I leave. have a friend of mine who married um, a
0: Native uh, American. She was always looking for him at the same mini market where he hung out with his friends, my friends, mutual friends. He wasn't, it wasn't, a, you know, a, a dear friend of mine, but he was, he was a good friend of mutual friends. And she used to storm into the bar looking for him, and you know, she had him living in a in his Hummer most of the time because she was always strung him out of, off the reservation, <laughs> and he had to ask permission to get back on as a husband even. And my God, she was making a hundred grand a year. That was her cut just for being an Indian. That was her cut from the casinos. But anyway, continue.
1: So I think this is a good thing, making sure that like services like Medicare for other groups, you know, which is something that we've promised more or less. You know, we'll debate that later. But he's making sure that these institutions are being properly funded and doing their work. This was another good thing. So these are Five stories that I found of things that make me want to say, "Let's go, Brandon." Uh, not in the joke. Who's
0: way. that?
1: <laughs> we call we call Biden Brandon on this show. Biden Brandon, Let's go,
0: Brandon. <laughs> he, he's super. Uh, even Biden says, "Yeah, okay." He's like, you know, he likes it. he likes that he's got a moniker now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the the dark Brandon jokes were even Ben Shapiro was saying the dark Brandon memes were pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it, uh, he's sharp. Are you going to read some of those or are you going to continue with your so list? So
1: I'm going to go on to the cons. And this was a line that really upset people in my camp. Um, let's get this open. Biden signed the bill um, averting the rail workers' strike. You know, the left is really big. shows the
0: right, we're not interested in government stopping anything.
1: But the left is really, like, vocal in its proponent defense of They want them to support the strike, yeah. yeah. But he signed a bill. That made the rail strike illegal and did not cover paid sick days, I believe. Yeah, yeah which
0: is the number one on their list, apparently. Yep. I don't know if that's true, but it came out in the press. Uh,
1: the so, companies and the workers had to until December 9th to reach an agreement. So there's the, two
0: agreements that were negated. So but he, they agreed he, to agree with Biden's Labor Department, and then they backed out and said, "Nah, nah, that deal sucks."
1: So he kind of cut down the negotiation that the workers were trying to strike more for. So that was a big blow that the people on my, you know, the left felt. How Biden handled that wasn't their favorite. Um, you know, that was
0: one of the biggest success stories of Jimmy Carter's and Reagan's administration. They're working on yeah. deregulating the railway industry
1: some people even say um the new liberal consensus like here's the thing i feel like a lot of people when we read culturally about um carter we like a lot what he says he felt like a really reflexive american president i mean we weren't really there for the handling of the hostage crisis which soured everyone's attitude to him but we always hear that the the attitude against labor from the executive branches kind of began with him.
0: That's not true.
1: You would say that the... um,
0: Became and started with John F. Kennedy. Look at all the damage that president did in such a short time. He gave collective bargaining its first first right to strike. Uh, I believe the executive order is... I'm playing with my memory here. 70988. I don't know if that is true or accurate. I don't know. For some reason, something in my head has triggered that number. I wrote it in, in the book. And uh, what's really sad is that Jimmy Carter, to your point, you're quite accurate in this regard, he expanded that executive order and Nixon gave it even more privilege by creating, I think, two or three more labor committees to give these uh, collective bargaining rights impossible to defeat and get rid of when it started off as an executive order. So it only takes an executive to say, ah, repeal the executive order, and all of a sudden government unions have no collective bargaining rights. You know what that would do for the federal budget? It would save us trillions of dollars and allow us to close down the government for more than six months, chop off 20% of it right off the top like icing on a cake, and give everybody their pink slips and a lot of money over time because you're firing them, you're breaking their union, and you're shrinking the size of government dramatically and watch our economy soar to great heights because it's no longer being burdened by 38% of the $22 trillion GDP. When you think about that, then you go out and get my book, thefiscals.com. It sounds draconian. I know it does. But guess what? We'll never reduce the size of Just Germany.
1: reduce tax cuts to the wealthy and Remember, reallocate spending to the already, Pentagon. Are, but are, that's a discussion for another time. Yeah. Uh, you can only
0: give a tax cut to those who pay it. That's it. And if the wealthies are paying all the taxes, then when you give a tax cut, only they're going to get the,
1: the break. Everybody else. They would be fine if they spent the money in the country. They did. No, they.
0: Look, we're broke as broke gets. We have no money and we're just handing off to, to the rich guys $44 billion in aid to the Ukraine. That's a bunch of wealthy people getting a bunch of wealthy stuff. Hello? It, it, it's Only just, for it, it's BlackRock just, to come it,
1: just, and rebuild the whole city again. It's just going to be more of the same. Like, If, if we're looking back to make that money for, for the not, federal that's
0: government... the it, government not, never looks not, back to going, make it's money. It's not going to come from the
1: same way that we it's keep a, trying. A, it's, it's, a,
0: a, it's a criminal enterprise, the federal government. Uh, 38% of a $22 trillion economy. You can imagine the duplication of assets, procurements... Departments buying the same stuff, nobody in between to, to analyze the efficiency of each. The old adage that I said last time we spoke was man, if we don't spend it, our department will lose the money next year's budget. So we just spend it, which means that they overspend it or spend it on nonsense. You can imagine how many more pe- pencils the federal government has
1: than it needs. Mostly doing that is the Pentagon.
0: Yes, for a reason. There's a lot of people. Sixty percent.
1: A, a 60% lot of They people. don't know where sixty percent of the money is going.
0: They'll never know because that's where the grand theft. is. No, I'm just is.
1: saying. Let's just cut. You know it by what the 60. biggest.
0: You know where the biggest department for theft and disappearing money is? Not the Department of Defense. Department of State, USAID. It disappears out of there. Nobody pays us back. There isn't a damn country that pays back its debts. It's a revolving Ponzi scheme to m- keep the U.S. dollar, the world's currency, and I don't know why. The,
1: because, yeah, that's how we... On need, God we trust. That, that's how maintain dominance. Uh, absolutely. That's pa- how we the, maintain dominance. Pe- the, petro,
0: the petrodollar. So that,
1: that, that, that but seems there's no like the money. That one's doing its intended we purpose. We got no that, money. See, it's, it's,
0: but what happens if it just all collapses one day?
1: I mean, like we've seen that. We saw what had happened. It was '08, and it got up. It, it was is, too it, big to it, fail. We we bailed out the wrong people, if you ask me. Yeah, the we banks. could have nationalized. Some I agree banks. with you there. We My
0: could, God, we have an agreement. Yeah, the banks got bailed out, and yeah. it was their doing.
1: You know, they could have been nationalized at least. Oh, if they were going to there get there bailed. He goes
0: out. the moment I support him, he <laughs> goes and drops a bomb on me.
1: We are all. T- nationalized the banks. Shareholders. We were all shareholders in those. No, we're not. We all became Always. as soon as they got our tax money. No, we no, were the no, shareholders. No. They're ours now. We were
0: supposed to be the shareholders, but we know that the Federal Reserves is owned by a very small group of very wealthy central bank families.
1: It's Go a, for it. Uh, another thing. You, you know, know a real. I, po- like? uh, I
0: oh. want you to look up on another day something that's. Uh, Very important for the audience uh, to know and look into. But the real bank of all the banks, foreign and domestic, is the Bank of International Settlements. It decides who gets what when. In other words, if you're broke and you're a bank, you you want money to stay afloat so it doesn't appear that way, so there isn't a run on the banks, the International Bank of Settlements will issue uh, basically, they're kind of like credits. And you'll get these credits in order to be extended monies. And the, all the other banks have to have overnight deliveries, deposits, every night. And a certain percentages of their total loans every night. Therefore, they borrow from each other to make sure that they deliver that overnight deposit. And all I can do is to get you to stop touching your microphone. It's an untouchable thing. You can't touch your microphone because those little those little hand gestures you have on your microphone sound like rock concerts in the car. Well, people boom, are boom. rocking out now. People are rocking out because you're touching the microphone.
1: So it doesn't it, sound like this anything is one that we're going to disagree with. Is um, look at it goes right back to grabbing the mic. I'm just trying to put it in a good place because I put it too low. Um, is Biden's kind of getting along with Bibi Netanyahu?
0: Kinda, please. He's always like BB. He's just... One thing I can say about Biden, he's been around long enough that he understands... He was
1: always super pro-Israel.
0: Yeah, and he also understands uh, statementship. Therefore, even though he's never had a foreign decision that we are proud of, he's been wrong about every decision he's ever come and made and pronounced and predicted, he understands the, the statementship. He understands how to be around state leaders even though they're not paying attention to him now because of his dementia, he unfortunately benefits from just being around forever. And I don't think he ever disliked Bibi, even though Obama detested the guy. Because, you know, after all, our Manchurian candidate Barack Obama...
1: uh, What are you implying by that?
0: Yeah, that he was never a Christian. I think Jeremiah Wright made it clear that he came to my church, but, you know, it was all... It was all... God damn America! I think he
1: was as Christian as anyone else was, which is a confirmation bias, more yeah. or less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he—he he, he was too. He—he yeah. didn't, he didn't endorse gay marriage. Um, it was You know who got that? It was Biden? Biden was the one who pushed Obama to be pro-gay marriage. Because he said something.
0: Biden, please. Yeah, I remember. He should have been excommunicated. It
1: was a leak. He's He's like the worst. Him
0: and Pelosi are the two worst Catholics ever to exist in the political sphere. Both of them are abortionists. Both of them kill babies, condone babies, promote babies, all for politics. I mean, please. Let's not talk about Biden and his faith because he sucks. All right, go for it. Back to the list, man.
1: Um. Hyden-Biden. Kind of, getting along with um, BB is something that frustrates me because one of the big achievements that I thought Obama had achieved was the Iran nuclear deal.
0: Oh, you're the piss. You're a pisser.
1: Hey, I, man. It, it, I almost want to
0: call 911 for them to take you away to some psychiatric ward. What can you possibly tell me that I'm supposed to like or believe about that statement?
1: They were following it. They were not. They, were. Were, they were following. They it. wouldn't allow. They were following it. Man. They were
0: not allowing us to even see what they were doing. Nuclear.
1: Everyone in the UN cited that they were following. The they nuclear. should
0: be executed. Everybody at the UN.
1: The UN doesn't do much. I'll agree with that. But like this was important because Iran is. That someone, is not
0: true. That they only the only the UN the, believes that
1: distaste the, the for Iran is. They've not been it.
0: spinning centrifuges since day one.
1: Come on. This is...
0: Obama gave him 150.
1: Is propaganda. This is coup propaganda. That, oh, we need to We conti- saw on video. We, we need to Before continue. you go into
0: that, keep your thought there. I don't want you not to say it. We saw live on TV, money laundering at the highest order by the chief executive of the United States with multiple currencies in cash while our hostages were being boarded on another plane in Tehran. Everybody saw that. Talking about pallets of cash in different currencies. Wait, were
1: these the guys who got captured because they were um, hanging around the Iranian border? You know what?
0: Cause while you, know you what
1: else while happened? you continue
0: to talk, you know I'll, I'll search who Iran- they were. But he took money, albeit I'll grant it. A, a, it was a, as a result of a, of a international. Uh, because what court. also
1: happened is that we were Settlement. flying drones around their border, what? and they shot one down, and then from that they learned to reverse-engineer drone warfare technology. Absolutely, using so them in the we, Ukraine. what we've seen is that continuing to prod the Iranian state only somehow makes them seem to get more equipped. I don't agree with with that statement. I believe
0: that them going and we feeding the, uh, throwing gas on a fire is making it a very large fire. It's so obvious. It's the United States propping up Iran during these liberal presidencies. If you don't can't understand that the revolutionary God, uh, God, uh, excuse me, the revolutionary guard is satanic in nature and has nothing to do with their faith as a, a peace loving faith that the Quran pretends to be when it's really a, 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 a quite new faith in comparison to Judaism and Christianity by 800 it's got years. More
1: answers. It's got more answers than the Bible, I have to say, for my time in the it Quran. It can't
0: possibly have more answers yeah, than the Bible. It's newer.
1: it's newer. Muhammad was a much more modern That man. doesn't
0: mean it's better.
1: It, it, it's, it doesn't it's a, mean it's clearer. think the You think
0: the human being has gotten smarter, better, more full of wisdom? Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah,
0: I have no idea. You guys are just more. <laughs> yeah. uh, I,
1: I think. I, I think people have got You guys otherwise. think you're
0: more rational, but the truth is that
1: in your I don't think rationalizations, you lose virtue. I don't think we've become irrational.
0: As you know, do. I, I don't
1: think we have a virtuous I don't, society. I don't, I don't think past societies were irrational. I think they were irrational in dealing with exactly what their set of problems were. But I think we've made enough scientific advancements, enough political, cultural advancements that we are afforded sometimes a better insight. Okay,
0: I'm going to throw this little scenario to you. If Muslims are so rational, and I somehow try to, I can't really be delicate about the statement because if you're Muslim, you might find this offensive. But if Muslims are so rational, why don't their mullahs of the highest order... Condemn suicide. That would eliminate a lot of terroristic uh, threats. Do you know why attacks? that is? I, I, I love I, that I, answer. I, I, I can
1: actually explain this to you. You're the I young, actually, and I'm the I old. Please this. tell me. So, suicide and a lot of like you know, suicide bombings in particular have been viewed in cultures that are outside, outside of the United you can't, You're
0: being opaque. no. no, no about they, I, I've
1: seen them outside of Muslim cultures, and there are two rationales for them one is a very strong family commitment is what i've seen in so all So sus-
0: eliminate life
1: No it's you take your you do this for us we will look after your family we cuz a lot the big society that oh, did a lot Oh
0: honor of, so suicide is honor
1: It's honor the japanese that did this a lot That is such
0: bs please. No
1: it's true the japanese did this too That's
0: you- called cult Anything that condones the taking of a I, life, not being even by its, pers- by its own person, are you ready
1: to disavow the purpose of the American military? Then
0: <laughs> there you go with uh, are yeah. bifurcating the argument.
1: No, it, it, it's we got to be honest about certain things. That's not and being I, honest. I'm you're being you, you're I'm being, being you really right dis- now. That suicide bombings. You're being dishonest. No, suicide bomb. I'm not being dishonest. Suicide bombings are done when someone's part of a group, and that group promises to look after their family. So what? that's a hu-
0: that's a human. Uh, more. that's not a spiritual moray. I'm explaining more.
1: to you why that is, though. Uh, I, I'm, to you. I'm, I'm not saying it's good. Banishment. I'm saying, I'm saying that's why it happens because it's a trade off. Family is much more important than It's still not those a societies. reason not to
0: banish it's, the it's, faith.
1: It's a family attitude. It's an attitude. You know how many more loyalty? times
0: the Quran mentions Mary and Jesus than it does Muhammad in the Quran?
1: Yeah, because it wanted to probably deal with You didn't with answer it. the question. No.
0: Twenty six more times.
1: You know that's probably why because they wanted to convert Christians.
0: Probably why. Look it up and Is tell the me. If Quran, I'm wrong. The
1: Quran even has answers toward Buddhism where it says Buddha was also um seeing the light of Allah. Like I'm going I can say this because I'm an atheist when it comes to
0: check them out. I'm an atheist when it comes to
1: when it comes to attitudes about God and the afterlife. You're accullers. an
0: atheist, period. No, I'm I, no like being an atheist. It's you're an atheist.
1: I I'm pretty agnostic though. I just I don't f- trust any religion's conclusion given the afterlife because they can't prove it. I can't. No, you can't.
0: You yes, said wasn't. I can prove it. Why? No, because everybody knows that I was unconscious for a long period of time. But
1: you can't replicate that. You can't show me visions of that. You went through that, but you can't share that with me. You, I,
0: can no, no, you, you I can't share I, you. I I just can, can't get you to you believe it.
1: Would you believe that I really witnessed ghosts? Would you really w- believe that I have I, been in the I, presence I, of Buddhas? I, I, I Would you bl- believe that? I believe in ghosts. Do you believe in Buddhas? I believe in Buddhas. You believe in Buddhas?
0: Yeah. I believe in...
1: Pretty buffets I, I, for a Catholic.
0: It's very hard for me to believe in reincarnation, but I do believe in life uh, thereafter. I believe that you shouldn't fear death. I heard Mike Tyson say that the other day on Tucker Carlson's show. He, he doesn't know if he fears death, but he definitely doesn't cling on to life.
1: Yeah, that's uh, my attitude too.
0: I'm that I'm that person. I don't fear my death.
1: I don't fear death. Um, but more or less, I've been
0: so close that why fear at this point?
1: But the Quran is a very Excuse,
0: uh, you're hearing my my coughs drops yeah. again. N- don't sorry out, folks. But um, it's either that or I start coughing.
1: But very much, you can see the Quran was very much written with converging other religions in mind, and really answers them. It really tries to take care of their concerns. Could not that be
0: like religious plagiarism? No, I... Um, 800 I, years after Judaism and Christianity. Think I mean, you
1: know how much Christianity has ripped off Buddhism? Ah, uh, It's a lot.
0: Is that another show?
1: I mean, I can just say real fast... Um,
0: how about you th- go back, the back to The concept
1: of hell is really barred from a lot of Buddhist ideas, much more than, like, the Greek or Jewish hell. Um, a lot of poses that Christ has in old paintings... Are very reminiscent of I forget, but those are sacred terms for hand positions that Buddhas have and what they're supposed to do. Um, even Satan, Satan demons, originate from a lot of Buddhist literature. In fact, um, the big you know the big climax of the story of the Buddha is when he's confronted with the king Satan. Can you turn off my mic real fast? I got a cough.
0: Oh, <coughs> can you hear that? Do you want a cough? Imagine what a jingle bell radio show will have if I give you cough suppressants. Here you go. They're menthol. They're very I'm good. good. And they work. So now, so jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell radio. Am I back on? No.
1: Okay, put me back on. I'm ready.
0: Not until you put in your cough suppressant. In the meantime,
1: dreamt-
0: one thing that's really cool about Buddhists and reincarnation is that it really provokes the Asian to gamble because they believe winning at poker at the table or at the roulette table or at 21 blackjack means that God has bestowed them riches because if they're poor today, they're meant to be poor, a little bit less poor in their next life and so on and so on and so on. But if they hit a jackpot, then they can be rich in the the life they're living. Living. And that's why Macau, American casino companies, moved over to Macau during the Obama administration to become the largest casino operators in the world. But all their bank accounts are in Macau, not in the United States, so they can't be taxed like they used to be. And the wealthy Chinese, Vietnamese, Thailandese, Philippines, all go to Macau and gamble their entire fortunes away. Now you're back on the air.
1: Yeah, but um, a lot of, such as the final moment, uh, Buddha faces down, particularly Shaka Muni, the first one who I'm talking about. Because there are many Buddhas.
0: Can you repeat that guy for... Uh, Shaka
1: Shakyamuni? Shaka Mooney? He faces down um, Mara, who's like the king demon, who's not allowing him to have his enlightenment. And he tries tempting him. This is, remember when Jesus is out... I in don't the,
0: remember. I'm learning.
1: Um, remember when Jesus is out in the desert and he is tempted by Satan. You know... We see in the
0: Garden of uh, Jasmine? In the desert
1: during his 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. Also, wait. Yeah. Buddha. I think Buddha sits under the tree for 40 days. I can double What's check.
0: Up? But you're going to throw you off your list.
1: But you, I, I, must... I promise you the list. Yeah. Um, so we see how, you know, Christianity has also done some religious plagiarism. And I would contend that Islam was a very smartly attuned religion that was looking to create a central power.
0: Okay, that's a va- very valid point. Can you tell me, tell the audience? I'd like to know. Do you know off the top of your head if Buddhism uh, preceded Judaism or vice versa? In other
1: you know words, I'm before about that, I'm thinking because um, the
0: concept of Buddhism was Buddhism before is like
1: two thousand years BC. And I believe the Hebrew year, because I have Jewish friends and they've shown me the little things. Sure. It's like five thousand. So it feels like 600 years of difference, I think.
0: But that makes that makes Judaism older.
1: I think Buddhism might be a tiny bit older, but they don't really share much in common here. Let me look that up.
0: Well, you know, because Christianity is like a continuing story of Judaism. Of course, if you ask Jews, they'll disagree.
1: But I I, I would disagree with that, too, I think. So do you
0: believe Buddhism is before Abraham, um, who was the beginning of, of it all?
1: 5th century BCE, so Judaism is older.
0: Okay, and now uh, please hit Abraham. uh, Make sure that the audience knows that it's been verified.
1: Abraham. I'm just hitting Abrahamic religion. Um,
0: Just Abraham and when he he is known to walk this earth. Is it 2,000
1: years? Bronze age. Let's see that. I am getting... Definitely three thousand. It's that's between like three thousand and two.
0: So, so that puts your arguments. It makes your not really very because valid. I, I,
1: I see. I see Christianity That's three thousand
0: years. Uh, I see
1: Christianity is very different from Judaism.
0: No, but Christianity is much younger. That's what
1: it claims. But it's much younger than Judaism. But Buddhism is older than Christianity. Yeah, you made that. You made yeah. a very solid point. there. Thank you. Um, but no, what's really interesting, kind of about Christianity is I actually have a bit of a conspiracy theory in history, is I think the early Christians celebrated something very different than what we see after a while. Because I think the most uncredited uh, Christian philosopher...
0: Uncredited or discredited? Uncredited. Uncredited. Is Plato. Yeah, but he's a very flawed man, too.
1: Oh, yeah, I know, but I think the church... Remember, he,
0: he, 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 he was quite all right with slavery.
1: Oh, no, he... Plato was a gross, gross man. (laughs) I I call him the first... um, Quite a thinker, but... He He was the first authoritarian. Yep. If you read The Republic, it it is like, for one person who uses status as a pejorative...
0: Yes, it it, is a pejorative.
1: A republic is the first idea how to organize All
0: status society eventually implode. That's what we're trying to prevent here, folks. Through WSQF... Blink Radio 94.5 live streamed at WSQFRadio.com. I should have said that in the beginning and I haven't. And it's four minutes to six o'clock and we're still having completed the list. So continue with your list.
1: Okay. Yeah, because we get on tangents. But the last thing that I put on my list here Oh wait, oh, yeah, because we started fighting about Iran and that got us into religion. That's what happened. My uh, fault. My fault. <laughs> Because you said there was something that you didn't trust about the religious nature of the Iranians, and I was like, hold on. Uh, I,
0: I no. I think I made the statement that if they really cared about their faith and peace and love among men, they should chastise the suicidal, especially terroristic suicidal.
1: But I don't think Iran's doing that.
0: They won't. They won't condone. They they, they, they won't. Uh, what's the opposite of condone? They won't condemn. They won't condemn.
1: I get those confused too. Yeah.
0: They won't condemn
1: uh, suicide. They could just do it. When are they doing that? When has Iran done that? Because I know other groups have done that.
0: There's a lot of Iranian uh, Hezbollah, a lot
1: of Shiites. Do they actually have ties to Hezbollah or is that just a lacune talking point?
0: I'm sorry, Shiites, period. Shiites, 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 Persians and Arabs, both are Shiites. But. There's Sunnis and there's lesser faiths um, uh, within Islam and Muslim faith that are smaller, like the Assad. You know the and Palestinians Syria, it, were
1: initially Christian.
0: As long as you, as long as you don't tell me that Lebanon came before Israel, it did not. Okay, I know that that's uh, a, a Shiite talking point and an American liberal talking point, but. The land of Israel has always been the land of Israel. And it was always prosperous. And that included Beirut. And it was after. I mean, they, they
1: were there around the 40s. That's oh, when they started to really Jew, move there. The
0: Jews 2000 before.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they lost that like thousands of they years ago. They never
0: lost it. They were given it back. By, By who? It. Unfortunately, they, they, they... The
1: English and the Americans arming them.
0: Six-day war. It was against Jordan and Syria, and old uh, Mesopotamia proper. But the Israelis, of course, with the help of the United States in terms of armaments, they took it back in six days. They kicked everybody's ass, 1948. But as far back as Gandhi, right before the war, as far back as the 2,000 years we talked about, it's always been the land of Israel.
1: Now, Israelis... That's a really religious position.
0: It's just a fact. The fact of war and human movements. Now, Jews, because they were nomadic in nature, they are very entrepreneurial, very prosperous in nature, and rich in, in work ethic. Well, I also, they became it nomadic. Was a, it was meaning, a
1: Christian to hold money in Europe during, I want to say, the Middle Ages. So they handed all of those jobs to the Jews.
0: I can expound on little, that if yeah, you want, but it'll yeah. throw up your list.
1: Yeah, no, um, but th- this is the last one that who, I have here. Who invented... Currency. God, isn't that like go back to past the Romans?
0: Jews. How did they invent currency? Because there was a trading, there was a piece of material, it was a tool uh, under the era of, I'm, I'm afraid to pronounce it, but Hathaferi. He was a, a, a ruler, but the, it was a tool that people traded that everybody needed. It, it, it was like a tool that. Uh, allowed you to tie, to make fences and and create boundaries of properties and stuff. But it was still a tool, and people always needed it. But obviously, did not. It, it wasn't suffice to be a currency. Who created currency are the Jews when they, they created a, baza- a bazaar. And in the bazaars, uh, like the flea markets... I'm
1: looking it up. This is the first time that people saw it was in... Um Mesopotamia and Egypt.
0: Okay, but uh, who's the ruler? Has uh, I'm a, I'm really shot with the uh, the pronunciation because I don't remember it.
1: But so but the Jews created Ancient this. Egypt. Let's look back at what time period this is because
0: Ancient so, Egypt, keep on going. I think that's Hatshepsut. So If I pronounce it correctly, I'm not ancient sure. Ancient
1: Egypt that's 3,000 years um that's But see, who coinage. created the currency? Are you talking about coinage? Yeah, coinage. Started off as coinage, so internet. Kingdom of Libya. Okay,
0: wait, and what was his name? Do you know? I, I think I mispronounced it. You, uh, his name, uh, there's a name for him, and I want to see if I even got close.
1: And oh, Sissius of Lydia. Let me see. Uh, no, that Lydia. doesn't sound right. He but, is. Yeah, it was in Turkey. Turkey, yeah. Turkey is the oldest.
0: Right, and his name is uh Maybe I'm wrong entirely.
1: So it could be it was the Turks who might have started But it money. failed.
0: <laughs> it failed because it didn't have products to back its currency. So what happened was the Jews in their we'll call them flea markets for the sake of their they were called bazaars back then, but God knows what the actual Hebrew word is for bazaar. But anyway, what they were doing and this is where a lot of the contempt we have for Jews uh, no,
1: that comes from the church.
0: From the from the ah uh, uh, conspiratorial.
1: No, uh, it's pretty well documented.
0: I I believe I believe we have a, a schism. We have priests. a schism between the old Catholic Church and Jews that dates very back. But we also acknowledge that church. Jesus was died a Jew.
1: A lot of church people. Because we could talk to in the Catholic, in the face. It, it's weird because here's the thing. Yeah, hate that, you for um, Jews. No, no, here's the interesting dynamic: is that in Nazi Germany. The Protestants were the ones who voted in the Nazi Party. Yes, they were. And not the Catholics. And How- Lutherans. However, the Catholics were really big intellectual architects of a lot of the fascist movements within Europe at the time.
0: Bastardization of philosophies. You hear...
1: There, there are ways to interpret it's it. It's
0: like a Democrat talking pro-business when he's high-taxed and pro-business, well, you know.
1: How do I put this? A lot of here's when when you asked me. Remember in
0: politics, you can. Really, you asked me a while. How back, many communists have taken over?
1: You asked me a while back. Led their
0: movements based on faiths.
1: You asked me a while back if I thought Jesus was a communist, and I answered no. No. I, and I I, I, was, and I, we say, I say I say no for a very particular reason, and this is. Why, and he
0: wasn't a socialist either.
1: He was very anti wealth, and this is why I. No, he was. Sell pro- everything you have and come follow me. You guys got to be poor, man. It's easier for a man to enter he the said, eye, a camel to enter the ivy than for a rich man to enter that's heaven. That's not true. That is, he, that is coming
0: straight from Jesus. He wants you Jesus. to be fulfilled in riches and wealth sell everything and you give have. away your excesses. Sell
1: everything you have and come follow me. Well,
0: oh, you said the word sell, so he's a capitalist.
1: Yeah, but he wants you to hold ah, on to that Yeah, money but. See how the yeah, but... It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich I, I, man to I, enter the kingdom of heaven.
0: If the rich man who keeps his dough and doesn't share his wealth after he's
1: sufficed. you to sell everything, man. You, I, that... I hear those pitchforks. They're sharpening them for you. <laughs> Keep on going. Are, are you done with your list or what? No. Um, the last one I wanted to say is that I was hopeful that he was able to get student debt um, done. Biden... But that's being held up by the courts.
0: Absolutely. The hell? You know how many people have paid un- untold balances on their debts? Senator Marco Rubio.
1: I feel like the college he he, is a scam, though.
0: Oh, uh, that's a whole nother.
1: College is a scam. That's like another the the show. Co- Why like don't I, you
0: take down these notes so that we have subjects for future shows so that yeah. we could be very... We promise the audience... I feel like this
1: became a religion episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Somehow we've one one thing of I'm enjoying and speaking with you is that I've learned some things today.
1: I, I learned a lot from you too. I like you know a lot ah, about taxes. I learned a lot about taxes. Yeah, I learned. learned I learned. Yeah. Uh
0: uh-huh. And we promise in 2023 we'll we'll continue on with hopefully 20, and then 50, and then 100 shows. We'll make a big deal out of our 50th and our hundredth show, but. We promise you to be more structured instead of bouncing around all over the place.
1: I think that's what makes it fun, though.
0: Makes it fun for you and I, but I don't know if the audience is uh, uh, from
1: people who I've shown. You can't, them. They can't even take notes. I, I want people, you guys to take notes from people who've listened in. Uh, yes. The feedback is it's fun when when we go on tangents, is what I've heard. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's about. But let us know. Email it, what you think it's, if it's okay. We go on tangents.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, just text him. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, my
1: number is 202-555-5555. Wow.
0: You know that my lucky number growing up was five? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: And my brother... The joke
1: is that in the movies, the phone number is always like 555. Yeah, so see, someone that makes else you, doesn't that makes get uh,
0: called. I didn't believe you for a second, but uh, you'd be nuts to say your, your phone number unless you had a giant server to handle all yeah, the no. calls because, you know, we're the most popular...
1: This is the single most listened to radio show, show in on South the planet. Florida.
0: Plus, you got to commend us audience: is that all the other shows you listen to break for commercials? We don't; we just keep on rambling, Oh, oh, oh. kind of like the roadrunner. <whistles> so, we're doing the list.
1: Is that yeah, it? yeah? That, that was the list.
0: That was the list. So, I am going to look up this. Uh, currency issue, and you're going to tell yeah, me. Yeah,
1: I'm getting a guy who was in Turkey. Right. He, What's um, his name? He was part of the Persian Empire. I want to see. He I... was Croesus. Croesus K... of Lydia.
0: Oh, so that was that.
1: Uh... This is the Bronze Age guy. It was how do I put it? I'm trying to look at a map of his empire. He the, Wikipedia credits him. He was in um the Mermandan dynasty. Um, yeah, this is the guy who was first conceiving coin.
0: Okay. And how do you pronounce his name? C R
1: O E S. I wasn't even
0: I wasn't even Crisis close.
1: Crisis is how um is the pronunciation here. But it wasn't was...
0: until five thousand years ago that the Mesopotamian people created the shekel. Now, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so it came before that, which is considered first known form of currency. Gold and silver coins date back to 650 to 600 B.C. when stamp coins were used to pay for the for armies. Sub-evidence suggests that a currency commenced before then, but that still doesn't put me...
1: This was the first coinage, is what I found.
0: Right, but that's not the first currency. Yeah. Currency was something that was acknowledged as a barter, a tool for barter instead of exchange of goods, because barter was the norm back then. So, obviously, replacing barter with a, an instrument that could be used later if the currency would fail is was my point, and... I'm sorry if I didn't get the name right, but maybe that's the person you're referring to. But if it's coinage, um, let's see here. Um, it's least really I got, interesting. I, at um, least I got the I'm even th- getting
1: stuff for paper money that was used in China. Um, yeah, um, pre-modern China had first introduction- me- First metal money, paper money is a thousand
0: notes. years back in China. But that's coinage. I'm talking about
1: this that's that's paper money. Um
0: I'm talking about the first But let's think of
1: shekels because that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah,
0: a shekel is the Jewish currency that came out of the uh the bazaars. Ancient and why beef. why a lot of resentment was created was uh created uh, uh was originated I shouldn't say created originated was that the Jew obviously for the, for the reasonings of supporting their currency, they went around buying the skinniest sheep, the skinniest camel, the, the 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 chickens, the all the foodstuffs at bargain prices, using the shekel, saying, look, I can assure you, I'll buy these the skinny sheep and camel from you, albeit cheaply, but you can go to our, our bazaars, travel how many hundreds of miles you need to, but when you get there, you'll find... Fat camels, fat sheep, fat chicken, fat livestock. And quality control was created right there. And for the first time in organized civilization. What came next? Big question. Wait, wait. Drum roll, please. What came next? Radio socios.
1: No, you're you're the one giving me the history legend. Go on.
0: What came next was the interest rate on the money. That created even more resentment towards the Jew. Why? Because not only did you have to go to the bazaar to get quality goods, and you could only buy the stuff in shekels, plus he was always uh, whoever in- in- insisted on bartering, or oh, bring your livestock, but you're going to get paid in shekels, and you're not going to be able to trade them with, with Jewish traders. You're going to have to pay in their currency, creating more resentment. He, guess what? What came after the interest rate? Inflation. Bonds, uh-huh. securing shipments from the old world to the semi-old world across the Mediterranean Sea. And guess who were the bond the first bond traders? Jews, right outside the Vatican walls to this day.
1: And what time period is this happening in?
0: Well, the Vatican had to have uh, been established. You're, so we're talking about so you're AD. Talking
1: like cause this is a very different sort the creation of, of the you're church.
0: Talking- so it had to be. Cause, uh, so
1: then they're not the, – this isn't the first currency. This sounds like the first modern currency is what you're no, referring
0: to. No, um, don't confuse uh, the I, – I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say that the shekel was the first currency. I said that that was the first market-established currency, the shekel, through the bazaars, through, the, through quality control, through uh, interest. But the bonding came s- much, much, much later. Okay, slower. that's it, yeah. Bonds yeah. is
1: much later. I, I won't contend that. but Much uh, maybe is when, the way when ha-
0: someone would buy all the goods on a ship, saying, I will guarantee you this amount of money for what's on that ship, and here's the cash, so you don't have to fear a storm or the sinking of the ship as you cross the Mediterranean. It's I, my guys on the other side will sell it for market, and you have nothing to do with it. We make the money. It's our money. So... That's how bond the bond market started putting on a bond on a ship today. the bond markets are so sophisticated it didn't require you buying everything on the ship to create the bond. You just insured it for a price uh it could be monthly or it could be a price like I guarantee you that if the ship sinks, I'm going to pay a certain amount based on the goods on board. That's where you know Lloyd's of London and those companies
1: because even in Plato they're yeah.
0: Because it happens even to this day, even in Plato. Nobody crosses the of Atlantic without having, yeah. without having a bond on the ships. Plato yeah.
1: even discusses the difference of value between copper and gold and silver coins.
0: Imagine the slavery required to mine all that stuff. Oh yeah. so it was almost we're getting to almost a full circle on the morality of slavery and the fact that without it, I don't think as society advances, it just doesn't. I don't think without the black. African slave in America can the
1: White House really and the Capitol offending slavery all of a sudden?
0: Unfortunately, blacks have to understand at this point in time as disgusting and sad that slavery was Americans didn't invent it uh americans only that, that, that's, that's exactly where
1: the resentment comes from for the black america no is that they felt they were carrying no. all of the working
0: the prop use the propaganda the to get so
1: powerful that they did everything for it and they uh, haven't been unfortunately recognized.
0: that that's is exactly
1: where the resentment comes from
0: yes unfortunately it wasn't equal pay for equal effort that's for sure plus
1: i don't think slavery was really necessary
0: it was you know why
1: some, like Perhaps you need to read a book in called Ancient Greece, but like at that point, you need to read
0: you lead, you need to read the book. Uh, I'm afraid to quote it because I can't remember even the author. But I wrote it. I mean, I wrote it. I read it. The Nine Nations of America. I think it's nine, and it was a book that that came after the Seven Nations of America. The person who wrote this book added two, two more nations. Is
1: really, like a position of hierarchy, right? There's no reason. Yeah, but you're, that, not, like, you're not. You're not no that like people like. There's an understanding that you people have to do some of the hard labor, such as mining or picking fruits. Yeah, but you're you're, you're
0: being no. intellectually lazy. How does it become a thing? In other words, where does a group think come from? Where it becomes you conquer
1: a group of people and you make them do the stuff. Okay, well, that's that's, a, but that's, that's, a that's sem- not
0: the origins of slavery. Pretty much. No, it isn't. That usually accelerates slavery. When a black man goes into the center of black Africa, conquers them, and ships them out to the coast, and then waits for the white guy to pick them up and pay We've top got dollar over for this,
1: that, you know, this. Are you trying to say that like black America should be grateful for slavery in some respects? In some
0: bizarre respects, you don't have to agree with me, but blacks in America benefited from slavery in the sense that they did not become generationally born in Africa in poverty, in seriously set-back continents that I hope Do you know why
1: those continents were set back?
0: No, they were always set back.
1: No, they were set back... No, you're illustrating that you do not understand. Uh, During the the colonization of Africa... You do not. Africa was one of the wealthiest points... It the, still Africa, is Africa. Africa had one that's of the wealthiest your, kings. Not king. Africa not, had one of the wealthiest kings in history. But doesn't
0: mean it was a wealthy civilization of intellect and education that never occurred. Was, they
1: were already. It in the was steel always despotic. Age. They were. They
0: had a steel age. But that's Europe also despotic. Was nothing
1: but despotism. This. This is just. No. This is a colonial lens that you're. You're a Rastafarian all that. of a sudden. No, you just. This is just. This he is, believes this in Judah. A, this, this is an attempt. To massage Sorry. any distant white guilt, you secretly have in the, in book, the back of your head. In the book, that's what this is. This is a massage your white guilt. That's what this is. I'm not a white guy. I'm a brown guy. Oh, you're pretty. We're we're white among brown guys. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 I, yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, a yeah. white guy. You're exactly the same skin tone as I am. I'm not white, and either of you. you. We're not Anglo-Saxon. Me. We're not Wasps. That's we're it. Not we're not wasps. white. We're not white. We, Although we, you we, are
0: pretty light, you can go for yeah. a gringo hippie, son of a hippie kind of guy. Especially with, especially with that incredibly. Ugly Hawaiian shirt you're wearing yeah, today. <laughs> it's like a sunset, sunrise. I don't know what it is. At but least, this is, this is at least, the least tr- to
1: massage massager. White guilt. No, <laughs> there's been tons of history of Africa that's been uncovered lately. Like they, they were not these backwards. They could civiliz- have, If you're saying,
0: were, if you could, you could say, because of the colonization,
1: we've lost this history because of colonization.
0: I I believe that colonization had probably very commercial ties. Not sinister We're Cuban.
1: We're Cuban. We have a lot no! of guilt that we don't even want to deal and that with. No, sub- Cuban. Yes,
0: it does. No, we were
1: a slave state ourselves.
0: Well, Cuba was the New York Stock Exchange of slavery.
1: There's a lot of uncomfortable feelings that it comes with having to admit and are part of this. But we can move I can, forward. I can we, read
0: to you a history
1: by it, a gentleman I, named I Bergen. The...
0: Uh, uh, by a gentleman named Bergen. I've always meant to cut and paste and put it in my book. I never got around to that part, but it was a great letter. Jewish guy named Bergen. You can see it on you can see it on the internet. Just go Cubans and Bergen, and you should come up with this incredible letter he wrote. So thorough about the origins and the vices, and the complexities and idiosyncrasies of the Cuban people over the course of its time. It's very very thought out. I have it saved, but if. The radio socialists can dig into that search, and we would like to read that out loud, quite frankly, because it's really well done. I could find it on my notes, because I know I saved it for the purposes of uh, cutting, and pasting and crediting it in my book, when it had to do with the Article 5 uh, development of uh, Guantanamo, because it would fit perfectly in that chapter. I always wanted to understand... Some of the, the 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 atrocities out there in terms of propaganda and falsehoods about slavery. First of all, the first slaves were white. They came from Ireland. They came from parts of the northern.
1: You know, with the first- during
0: famines. Time out. And many of them were convicts that were put on ships because they chose to be indentured servants because they said, "I'm getting the hell out of Europe."
1: They were put on ships older than that.
0: No, I already told you that. I already told you America did not invent it.
1: I would go all the way back to Rome. I'm not talking about origins. Then what are you talking about? I'm talking about New World. What are you talking about? I'm talking about America,
0: how we got into black slavery, because it started off as white, indentured servitude. And what happened? Some of these people
1: realized,
0: wait a second, these white folks can't survive in the New World. They die. They die of dengue, of smallpox, of yellow fever, of what's that one that the mosquitoes give? Uh, Malaria. Malaria. And guess who were prone to that stuff and did not die? African, indigenous, black people. And they were brought and replaced, the white people, as the new indentured servants. Then something happened. Something terrible happened between a black man who already finished his indentured contract and was given the plots of land he was promised in his contract, and he he and he and it can't just be one person but I imagine he and others who also uh, completed their indentured servitude contracts and got plots of land usually wasn't given to them, it was leased to them, to grow the same stuff their neighbors were growing and they they were starting to make a living, but he's the one that encouraged blacks to escape their indentured servitude and come work for him. And guess what? He lied. He started returning them back to their original owners, contract holders, and making money off it. And before you know it, a market was created within 100 years. So people used to travel the ocean seas, bypass the new world uh, entirely, go straight to Africa from Europe, pick up slaves from black uh, tyrants and despots, and then travel to Cuba, which was a Spanish colony, and weigh them, shave them, separate them by pigments, male and female, and sell them based on I would say how strong they were, skilled they, they were. Got, wh- you wh- know, were the, Eng- the English
1: already had slaves.
0: I'm not talking about origins here. I'm talking about African slavery in America happened as yeah, a result and, and, of market forces.
1: And England. You d- English empire and market forces. Actually, the
0: English were the least... Slave-bound society in Europe. The most slave-bound was Portugal and Spain, in terms of acceptance and letting it. England
1: do. likes to pretend that it didn't have a hand in this because they ended it, but they started a huge. They ended it slave way trade. before the
0: United States did. That's for sure.
1: Oh, it, it, Dominica was f- Dominica freed its slaves before the United States was even founded.
0: So did the uh, so did Cuba, yeah. Not before it founded, but six years before. Civil rights movement in the States.
1: But I. I
0: Not, I shouldn't say freed their slaves, gave them rights. And uh, much. Did you know? To change something, you know do
1: you know why the Hispanics brought in slaves? The Spanish Empire brought in black slaves?
0: I believe because they were readily available. It's usually a, a business decision. Because
1: the, the church had felt so bad, like certain people in the church had felt really bad at the. Mor- the slaughter that was going on in the a lot of indigenous people there in Africa in America oh in the New World in the New World so he pleaded with them to stop so the compromise was met that they would import between the
0: kings and and the the popes
1: between the bishops uh, pretty much among the bishops Oh,
0: the bishops uh, who were were sent to the New World
1: yeah so the the compromise was that they'd be sending them in from Africa because even um, around in the Renaissance time in Italy we have paintings of black noble families. Absolutely, no one's disputing that. We have seen some people do. Uh, so we have seen, not you, but others. So we have seen that racism as an institution is deeply connected to slavery in Europe. That the scientific racism that comes about, which some people say was born,
0: uh, by or, inferior uh, Plato. Uh,
1: no, that that's attitudes. But the way that Socrates. We, yeah, but the thing that we're dealing—they with... believed in inferior th-
0: souls out yeah, there.
1: The thing we're dealing with that today, will never come around. The thing that we're dealing with today is some people say is racism born after the Spanish Inquisition. That well, it that's already Jews too soon though. Non-Jews. That's too modern. Yeah, but more or less is that like we can see that that racism that was formed within that event when the Spaniards went to go on to conquer the Americas. Yeah, but they that was had more this about steeped idea of who is Spanish, who is non-Spanish, and then it became who is European, who is not. Yeah, and they even separated. They, and then when they started to they properly themselves into the You know, that they
0: even separated, to your point, they even separated the coinage that was minted in Latin America separate from the coinage that was minted in the Old World. The same coin, the Ocho Reales de España. It had uh, markings on it. It shows that some were minted in Peru, and Mexico, and they were not to be used in trade in the old world, even though nobody could stop it. It eventually became a universal currency because there was more of it. Spaniards were very visionary in that respect. Since they wanted to compete with the pound sterling, they decided to mint very quickly. The monarchies decided to mint to keep their cousins and brothers and from coining their own currencies, because that's another thing that was happening among the ro- the royals. They were coining their own stuff by melting down other, other cu- currencies and making their own and creating markets for themselves. The kings of Spain and Portugal minted the New World currencies in Mexico and Peru, and that probably was the reason for them to kill slaves and enslave slave of indigenous populations. The problem with probably what got the bishops alarmed, and I'm just being facetious here, is that the indigenous were uh, rebellious. They would fight back, creating wars. That Sometimes they would win these battles. Remember what happened to Columbus's uh, uh, shipmates. He left them for a year to go to the old world, to lie about how much he found, because he was going to steal the other half, you know. And when he comes back, after the Santa Maria uh, voyages, when he comes back, the only thing he found was the bell, the Santa Maria bell, burned to the ground of the village that he made with the wood that was from the shipwrecked. I believe it was uh, La Pinta, I think she shipwrecked, I think it was the second smallest one is the one he returned in. And uh, I know that Santa Maria crashed and he used all that wood to build this town. But he hammered the Santa Maria bell to the parish, the parish hall where they held daily masses on Sundays and probably daily masses just just to to thank God that they survived and, and, and having meals every day. But when they came back, the indigenous had wiped those Spaniards out from from messing with their women. It usually comes back to the ladies. Ladies, you know. Sex
1: plays a huge part in politics that no one wants to talk about. In the
0: human experience, absolutely. Always been that way. So I was looking
1: up here. um, England in particular. London had the largest slave population.
0: In in uh, co- colonized nations, not necessarily yes. in it England.
1: Had, um, some reports say that they had nearly 20,000 slaves, African but, slaves, African.
0: But in colonized nations or living in, in I mean, England this proper? Europe.
1: This is Europe. Oh, living in Europe. Yeah. So looking on down here. Yeah, no. so England has a huge history of the slave state. Absolutely. Yeah. But the, and the real- that, the, the Americans the, got that from them.
0: I would say, I would say that would be accurate. I would, no, that's what I
1: was trying to argue before.
0: Well, I wasn't really arguing with you. I'm telling you, the profound slave traders were Portugal and Spain. Oh yeah. Remember, well, remember that statement I made to you that you will hold true over the test of time and research, that the Spaniards and the Portuguese were here much sooner in the New World. Here being the United States, were much here by by a century. Before Americans arrived. People don't get that. Americans have to understand, folks. You know when they say that that uh, you know the Anglo Nation was at first? It was not. Mexico City already had 4 million people. And I don't think of Mexico City as Mexico City of today. Mexico City is what it was called, Mexico City. But quite frankly, its capital was Taos, New Mexico. So, it already had multi-level buildings made out of mud. Had zoning departments, had taxing districts, had commerce and residential zoning, and had uh, everything, to the tune of 4.3 million people before the Plymouth Rock in America. Hello, that's a hundred years. So naturally, I man, naturally Cuba was the you know the Wall Street of the New World, way before the United States. Well, how in the hell did Spain be so important to the colonists? In order to support the Battle of Yorktown and that I mentioned earlier.
1: 1780. It's really incredible how much it, the Spanish lost.
0: Everything. <laughs> <laughs> they lost everything. They, never, they weren't a uh, first world power after the United States.
1: Is Spain still in like good, wealthy sitting though? I,
0: can, I can't speak for that. I haven't done the research. But I know that Spain never forgave the United States for taking Cuba.
1: And that's why Franco helped out uh, Castro.
0: I, uh, I, You want that for another show? Because you're going to have to back
1: that one up. Because... It's, no, it's well documented. They got very well along, despite um, being on the polar left and the polar right. Um, they got along. Due, I find that their...
0: hard to believe because
1: Franco hated communists. And I Castro hated fascists, probably. <laughs> but I don't it, think it, Castro... it's well documented. I can bring it up I, right now. I don't
0: now. think Castro was a man of substance. I think he went as the wind blew. And the United States were never going to give him what he wanted. So he went with a he went with the Soviets and he wasn't a real communist. Raúl was, but remember they were thirty three years old. What the hell they got there? They got a caca for brains, which okay, means I have
1: to search the full name. Which means I have to if uh, you search. I have if to you make that, Castro Franco. You get James Franco wanting to play Fidel Castro. Uh, well,
0: yeah, that's Hollywood for you. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a cool thirty minutes. You can I'll let Fidel. you just ramble for thirty Fidel minutes if you want to talk about Castro. What's
1: Franco's first name? Francisco. Francisco. Wow, FF. That's like a comic book name. You have you noticed like Peter Parker, Reed Richards, all of these superhero names? They always start with So here I found it. Cuba Spain relations.
0: Modern so, Spain definitely loved Fidel because it hated the United States.
1: Do you know who also for the same reason liked Fidel? Despite being kind of... How about all of Latin America? Perón. Perón yeah, she, también.
0: Perón también. Perón. Absolutely. Allende.
1: Where was Allende again? Oh, yeah. yeah that, that, one, that one's obvious, though, because they were both lefties in nature. Um, it's all back to us. It's back to us today. In spite of Franco's anti-communism, Spain and Cuba held diplomatic relations after Fidel Castro came into power and became Prime Minister of Cuba in 1959.
0: That's He was never prime minister, but anyway.
1: Okay, let me see if I can find anything. Can you believe that?
0: That what a play on words that is? To call Fidel Castro a prime minister like he was some kind of legitimate something? Oh, my God.
1: When you win, you make the rules. Yes. When you win, you make the rules.
0: Excuse me, I, I, I'm, I, I'm in my menthol again.
1: There is um forget who, but uh, there was a comedian, um, and he was like looking through a history book, and he went... Look at that. The good guys always won. What do you figure?
0: Unfortunately. <laughs> so much of what's, what's true is not true, you know?
1: Yeah, no, um, you have to do a lot of digging. Come it, on,
0: continue with your Franco thing. The, it, the audience is biting at the bit here.
1: Uh, Franco did not place an embargo in Cuba. Um, that's another thing we see here. That is true. Yeah. Um, and Spain. Yeah, no, the,
0: he never suspended trade. He always su- thought that F- Spain was going to keep its properties. Do you recall what this... Uh, Berón
1: was the one who really... Berón was a super smart... Senegal Everybody loved he, Fidel. He was the David against but, Goliath. But he, he was the most... Um, and guess
0: what? Now David has taken over everybody's garden in Latin America. And he is stealing your flowers. Ha,
1: ha, ha. Berón said, um, I don't care for Che." But he gives the Yankee a headache, and I will continue to support him. Perfect.
0: Another punk. <laughs> the biggest, You know they never won a single battle in their revolution? Bet on? No, the Castros. They lost every single battle. I know their
1: initial boarding was a really harsh one, but they, they kind of got out of that in a victory. They got into
0: skirmishes uh, around bases and would take down one or two soldiers. That's for sure. Like... uh They kind of, in their way, in their in their way, they kind of invented uh, the guerrilla warfare that we end up seeing just a couple years later in Vietnam. But they can't claim to have invented it because the the French were beating the hell out of the uh, I mean the Vietnamese were beating the hell out of the French way before we arrived there.
1: It's funny the French don't do anything laborist themselves. If they didn't write, you would almost like... The last
0: conqueror that was worth it then was Napoleon. They've failed ever since.
1: It's been like, yeah, Napoleon... Do you know about this? I would love to go over the story of Napoleon the Third against Otto von Bismarck. It's perhaps my favorite history story.
0: Wow, but you can't do it with just 20 minutes left. Oh,
1: I, I can tell a really fast version of it. So what was really interesting is that... Well,
0: make a note for another
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> but what was really interesting is that... Um, what, what century was this? The Prussian-France War is that Napoleon III had, like, all these big aspirations, like, oh, I'm going to be, like, my dad, my great dad, um, down the line, not his immediate dad, but you. it was around 1870 to 1871, and this was, like, I felt like we kind of rewrote Europe. Um, so it was interesting is Audubon Bismarck was kind of, like, an educated guy who rose his way up the ranks, and it's kind of a story about two people, like, one guy who assumed that he was going to Inherent the world because who he was related to and the guy who really sucked up the power and took over it. And the Franco Prussian War it was kind of like the rewriting of who was going to be the major power of Europe. Well
0: explain to us the origins. Of what part? Well how the war start? how did it evolve? How did Napoleon play a role in it?
1: This is Napoleon Not, the Third.
0: Yes. How did he play a role in it? He, he was I mean elaborate.
1: So, um... Because
0: people want context, you know, they're on the radio, biting at the bit, and you like throw these stuff out there, but you gotta like, uh, be more disciplined, you got, if you're gonna talk about these stories, you got to give people a procession, I can't talk about it, because you know more about it than I do, so, maybe for 2023, the stories you want to uh, expound upon, which, I, I don't want it to be, you know, history in a blink, here on ninety four five, but I want it to be a procession of events that could take on the entire two hours. If that's what you wish. I'm sure. here. I, I'm here to please.
1: I'll, I'll look more. Please the listener. More or less, okay. what I wanted to talk about was the big, interesting part of the war. Is that um, no? But you
0: got to tell us how it started first before you get to the interesting part. There's got to be motivation why some misunderstanding that that got two warring parties to go at it.
1: With Europe it's very little. Um they just looking they were looking for a reason Pick to fight a fight, each other Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here, um yeah, um what I just wanted to say real fast was that like Russia Prussia in particular really utilized trains. And they just demolished France by the end of this. It was like not the first time they would get steamrolled by like who we now call Germans.
0: Because they could move their troops
1: through the train troops so much faster. And weapons. Weapons, it was just, like, the casualties right here. Oh,
0: you just struck something. One of the victories Fidel did have during the Cuban Revolution is that he turned over a train line, I believe, in the Escalambre region. They spilled out thousands and thousands of rifles that Batista had purchased. And he got a hold of them because he, he somehow made the trains flip or tip over Along the rail line. Anyway, continue.
1: But the, the casualties here were seven to one. Um, the Prussians only lost like 44,000 while the French had lost 1,300 thousand three hundred
0: and eight hundred thousand. Well, it was a
1: million? No, not a million. One... Th- no. thirty one hundred and thirty eight thousand Compared, you- yeah. So it was... Um, have esteemable. you always had this
0: quip about reading uh, numbers?
1: Um, not always, but I, I feel like it helps. I feel like numbers are very definitive to kind of make us. Help. No, but
0: you you have difficulty reading them out loud. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. It's, it's a bizarre dyslexia <laughs> because uh, I noticed that you, I, and it's not easy. It really is. not When you see a huge
1: number, you have to stop and think. Because yeah. if it's like it's if it was words, you read it right away.
0: Right. And then when it's a number, you have to put the denominator before the uh, partial number. So 1 million with it, with an 83 and 369 is 1,083,000 not 830,000. So it's one million eighty three thousand three ninety three. That's how I do it. I leave the last part by just repeating the words, 393 and assume it's hundreds, you know what I mean? Because it's the last part of the expression when you read out a number. So that might help you by the third the the third and the second comma will determine million or hundreds of thousands.
1: What drives me crazy is when it's like in the thousand and someone's like 2000 and it's like It's
0: really 1200. Yeah. It's another way of or saying
1: 1200 it. or like you know That's what's got
0: you screwed up. Uh, Twenty hundred doesn't exist. Twelve hundred does. Exactly. Or twelve thousand.
1: Yeah, no. But some people say it like that, and that's no. Only you do. Sure.
0: Yeah. You got to get over it somehow. You got to find tricks to overcome that. For me, it's spelling. There and there, I gotta constantly remember that T H I E R. It's not T-H-E-I-R. And it's definitely not T-H-E-R-E. That's a big deal. Also, when I read my book and I want you to proofread, look for places where I meant to say not, should not, will not, could not, and I left out the not, which reverses the argument, which completely undermines my entire manuscript. I can't believe how many times I have found that what I meant to say was could not, should not, will not, cannot. And I didn't put the not in the damn sentence. That's terrifying. In 399 pages, I got to go looking for nots? Well, I tried. I found them, but not all of them. So hopefully you would.
1: You, you ought would to.
0: I ought to. Or I shall not to. Because I gave up. I, I'm sure I'm missing them. But that's not not to say, that's not to mean that I meant not every time. That's the problem. That the vast majority of times, I would like to say that the not should be there, and it's not. (laughs) Get it? It should be there, but it's not. Maybe when you proofread, you'll be the magic man and find. Because, you know, a third-party person who doesn't know me, copywriters that I've hired in the past because of my cryptic nature the way I, I wrote this like a radio show host who's talking to his audience I started this before developing and building a radio station so it was almost prophetic that the way I was writing soon out to be would play out to be my, my reality which is today i a radio host uh, what can I tell you? I didn't know it was going to be one when I started writing the book. The book's been written now for over 10 years. Literally. You 12 years.
1: your tea party days?
0: I had started in the tea party at that 2014 era. Yeah, I already had written the book, though. Um,
1: have you been working on it ever since? Or have, have you just no, been it a, on it? No, it actually
0: started with a, the, the Brothers to the Rescue shoot-down. And that day, or that the day after that, I woke up. Really annoyed. It was under it was under the Clinton administration that the brothers to the rescue planes were shot down, and I came up with the first chapter as a result of that. GitmoFreezone dot com. So I built a website called GitmoFreezone dot com, which is just a, a chapter in this book. At the time, it was only the only thing I've ever written period of any substance. And I built my case on why and how the United States could build a shining city on the hill at Guantanamo on their base that happens to be larger in square miles than Miami-Dade County. Then the war of terror came, Kuwait, Afghanistan, Iraq. And I said, wow, Maybe, uh... who better to build this city for than maimed, hurt veterans, by veterans, for veterans. Massive city of amputees and heroes and regular folk, you know, regular veterans that have survived and are in, still in good spirits. And lo and behold, September 11th comes. And I said, you know, not in that order, because obviously, it's just December 11th. The war
1: on terror came after 9 11. Yes.
0: But you can see in that vein. That because of tunnels to towers, I don't know how many years later tunnels to tower became a foundation after 2001. I don't know exactly when that became, but you can see that I'm a spin off of that. In other words, they just pay off mortgages and they build homes. Well, the concept, I would like to know if I'm really futuristic or if I'm stealing from. I didn't really know because I didn't really. Have 2001 in mind until I realized that, oh my God, we got to do something about the veterans. You don't have that pet peeve. Instead of welfare, welfare for veterans. I don't believe in general welfare. I believe in welfare for veterans. And I to the point where I believe that we should continue paying into Social Security but not getting it. In other words, you guys have to pay it. I have to pay it. But I'm not going to get it. I'm only giving myself i myself to the bunch because I can't profess it and not include myself. So, But the truth is, future generations should continue to pay for Social Security, and all the money goes to veterans. You know what's really interesting? But you're going to say, well, that just encourages more war. Well, okay, good no. luck with that leap.
1: Have you read um, Smedley Butler's War is a Racket?
0: I believe that that is true, but I have not read that book.
1: Um, Smedley Butler was a five-star Marine general
0: mm-hmm.
1: who afterwards... During his time he had become an anti-war um, activist
0: as, as did Dwight Eisenhower
1: but um, one and, of the things that he said what was really interesting um, is that um, the existence of giving out medals was one of the first things that really kind of turned war into like a real business industry for the United States because beforehand if you captured a ship if you got something you'd be paid the bounty yes but then they found out they didn't need to pay people if they gave them a little medal. Yes. So it was brilliant. Always, brilliant. It was always really interesting. Especially kind
0: of cheap option, huh?
1: To hear it from like a, a Marine general, it's like, oh, now I, you could say it now because of a Purple
0: Heart recipient.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could say it now because beforehand it's like you can't challenge like. The worth of a medal.
0: Well, repeat the author and the book's name because the Smeetley audience would Butler. probably want to read that.
1: Smeatley Butler. He was a Marine general. He d- went into the Philippine War, the Boxer Rebellion, and World War One. So this was a guy who was very, very decorated. Um,
0: so he got plenty of those medals. I, I realized I said something was wrong. He
1: was a two-star general. My bad. So That's he okay. was a major general. He was also, um, he was kind of my personal hero when I was in college. His biggest thing is that he actually. What, what
0: provoked you to read it, if I may ask?
1: Um, because I was really, you know, I felt that a lot of the anti-war stuff was coming from people I didn't see my kind of family background in. For those who don't you know, Zii. Yeah, c- c- talking about my family background, my grandfather was a bomber in the British Royal Air Force and in the Polish Cavalry. Um, he had participated um, throughout the entirety of World War II. He came from a very decorated military, and he went down fighting for all of World War II until it was over. And then he went over to Venezuela because the United States had not let him in. Yep. So was he
0: Polish Jew too? No, no,
1: no, just Pole.
0: Just wouldn't let him in.
1: Yeah, they were understandably suspicious, but oh my,
0: you know, yeah, the United States was probably really anal about someone. Anybody could say you're a double agent, and people would believe it.
1: It doesn't help that, like, I guess, strange enough, it shouldn't, but like, the fact that he has military service might make him more possibly someone who would be partaking in those sorts of things.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it was a necessity. Sometimes yeah. you were captured, and to get out, you had to, you had to be a double agent. Both. Or not even be a double agent, just turn on your country.
1: <laughs> so this was a conspiracy theory that the press dismissed for decades, but investigations found it was proven true. Um, is that
0: that war was that in
1: in, that's always been kind of arguable through history but in november 1954 um butler came out to the public and said that there were a bunch of businessmen who had hired him to take a veteran army and overthrow president theodore roosevelt well no no franklin theodore roosevelt my bad my horrible but
0: thank franklin delano
1: yeah, that he was hired to take a mercenary army of veterans and overthrow the government. He ousted this, and he a, was the,
0: busted. Obviously,
1: well, the Senate committee did an investigation and found they were there were such plans that they wanted to undo democracy in the United States.
0: Mm, that's a quite a trivia fact.
1: Um, so here I can actually find some of the people. Now they're
0: doing it with just an open border. Yes. Just let them in.
1: Oh, not the open border. That's oh, the open border. They don't need to do it now because they. Can That'll lobby. undermine
0: democracy faster than you think.
1: But they're not voting that
0: much. They're when, not voting uh, when they do, and they reproduce. They're, they're, we'll have a giant welfare state.
1: Mix yeah, a little those bit. Those are the people who are working. You're also. Those are, are the people who are working. It only opening takes, up businesses.
0: It only takes a sprinkle of a four or five terrorists, and it's over, my friend. Hit a water supply. Hit an electrical grid. This is bang, fantasizing. Bang, bang. This
1: is fantasizing. See, yeah, you are what, fantasizing right now. Guess
0: what? I fantasized, and I was called a loon, and so were all the rest of us. And guess what? Planes came and hit buildings and the Pentagon. And all you can say is, oh, that's an inside job. Me? No. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying that 2011 wasn't a shock at all. It was the awe. Why? The shock was a couple years before when when they blew out the parking garage. In a failed attempt to knock down the towers from underneath and shake whatever his name got, got convicted and the other freak got convicted. But Clinton didn't take it seriously, man. And boom, it blew up in, in Bush's face. And it, it, changed, it changed the trajectory of presidencies from evermore. And guess what? Who was the most, who was the biggest beneficiary of the war on terror?
1: Private sector. Iran
0: and Cuba. Two allies.
1: Cuba's not doing so well right now, but Iran, I Iran almost the whole Iran's idea doing pretty bad right now. The whole, but whole idea of, a lot of ground. the
0: whole idea of the Cuban Revolution was to get in the minds of many to their this, to their complete and utter disdain and failure was get the Gringos' imperialist ugly paws off Cuba. Well, guess what? You see the the effects of that. And to this very day, it's the saddest thing since the denial of Manifest Destiny. started in 1959. I'm not kidding about these things. I wrote the book based on that. And it's the saddest thing in Iran became kind of like the superpower of the Middle East. Notice how we go into Iraq and we don't go into Iran. All that
1: blood. We should have gone into either.
0: Uh, many people, uh, Donald Trump would agree with you. Did you ever think you would agree with Donald Trump?
1: That's why he won the 2016 election. Because he said something true. And that it, he, said some, <laughs> he said something true that no one running for president, he said other so than many, Bernie Sanders, would have said on that stage. I agree. That no one had the really the galls just to say... Bush was wrong. Not just Bush was wrong. Everybody like, who voted there, for There was it. a big attitude that... You know there was the support the troops mantra. The the support the troops was the response to let's not go into Iraq, and that to me was a pivot of the conversation of. But I'll start
0: with your WMDs because he knew his dad and his dad's boss, Ronald Reagan, sold WMDs to Iraq. Okay.
1: Yeah, but they didn't say that to the press. They said
0: we're gonna go look for them, and you guys. The
1: the big statement was we don't. You guys in the press,
0: it was made up. They said they there was no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. My God, they were all in Jordan by the time we looked for them. We
1: don't them. want the smoking gun to be a mushroom cloud, was the response.
0: I think I made it very clear to you. You kept on saying, where are the weapons of mass destruction? Okay, so by the time we go and find out if there are or aren't, I, that stuff was already moved out. It was moved out to Jordan. It was moved out to Syria. Everybody knew it. He delayed it. The inspections, Saddam Hussein delayed those inspections so long, figure out how long it took if Bush had all that time to go to that pathetic organization called the United Nations and get their approval for his invasion of Iraq. That's how long it took. When he finally had the nuclear... What's an organization that that investigates uh, um, these things? Uh, There's an organization that, that... same, The same organization that's, that goes to Iran to check to see if they're spitting centrifuges or not. What's the name of that organization? It's what I got the young for, for the old guy. You
1: know? I, I don't remember the name. But more or less, like the that was kind of the neocon era of republicanism. And many people saw him My not God saying he, that. And he was
0: Secretary helped. of Defense, for Christ's sake.
1: People were hoping. I think he didn't deliver on that. But people voted for Trump in some way hoping that that would have been the end of the neocon foreign policy.
0: Well, guess what? It was. He, no, he it was He, he, he didn't... hired
1: John Bolton. He, Mike he, Pompeo did en-
0: he didn't enter any wars, period. He fired some rockets, don't get me wrong, in the middle of the night into Syria after a chemical attack. It probably wasn't even proven that it was Syrian and not self-detonated. self, in, self detonated. But nevertheless, he did fire the rockets. You know what I knew was a scam C- going to your book that you mentioned? When the the, uh, when the, uh, the sun rose up the day after the bombing, the, the missile firing into Syria, not a single bomb hit a single runway in any of the bases in Syria. Meaning, oh, this is just a message. We don't really want to keep you from flying in and out. We don't want to keep you from using your jets, Syria. Uh, basically saying, hey, guys. Off limits. War is a scam, but you can't use chemicals. It's not fair. <laughs> and he also signaled probably to those of you who didn't like Trump for being a Putin's buddy. I believe that he told Putin, look, you take care of Syria. I'm trying to get out of Afghanistan. You think I want to go into Syria now? You take over. And guess what? That was a terrible signal to that bloody mother because I he think the just, real
1: blame he for the Putin enablement. Syria. the real blame for so Putin. many people, man. the real blame for Putin enablement was really Bush.
0: It was Hillary Clinton. Okay,
1: now Hillary was never elected.
0: Yeah, but she was Secretary of State. She had pl- her technicals all over the Department of State. Four billion dollars w- went missing while she was Secretary of State. It's really disgusting. Arms dealing. Uh, uh, Mark Turry's trial showed that. If, finally had to drop the charges around that case because she was dealing, he wasn't. And yet he, it was his contacts. Kind of like, the, have you ever thought about the Bobolinsky guy who says that Biden's ripped him off? Well, Turry was the same person. He was ripped off by the Clintons. And uh, it all comes out that the party of lying and cheating and stealing is your demo commie party.
1: What's up? Just as we just talked about how Bush lied...
0: What, what did he lie about? WMDs were there? He, knew, he, he couldn't tell you who, what the source was. A In fact, fact he, li- he did lie. lie. Oh, that's <laughs> true. He did lie about the source of the WMDs. He never admitted that we were the ones who sold it to them. That's true. He made it look like they bought it, you know, on black market kind of stuff. And that's not true. We sold it to him. Why? Because you're forgetting there was a 10-year war between Iraq and Iran that preceded the invasion of Kuwait.
1: So, I wanted to, I found the names of the alleged conspirators who wanted to put a fascist government in the United States to overthrow FDR. Um, they were alleged presidential candidate, um, John W. Davis, J.P. Morgan, What's up? partner Thomas W. Lamont, numerous military generals, and a man by the name of Prescott... Bush. Ooh,
0: daddy, See daddy, how daddy Bush. See this wraps
1: all up together?
0: Well, Prescott Bush, if I got that Bush correctly, I believe he was president of Remington Rifle.
1: Huh, like Which, the company? Yep.
0: Yeah. I think he married the daughter of Remington Rifle, and that's how he got in. Why don't you Google that?
1: Prescott. I'm doing that right now. Prescott and he, Bush.
0: And he was, uh, he was elected, I think he was a Texas congressman.
1: He says here after or, work. He was always a Wall Street executive oh, investment. Oh, so maybe
0: that's the son. Maybe the father is the one. That Remi- you have to put Prescott Bush, Remington rifle. So that he
1: was a- um, in the United States Army as a captain in World War I, which was how did his son become head of the CIA? You know what's really interesting about Herbert Wahlberg Bush mm-hmm. is that for some reason, he, he said it like this.
0: He was loyal to Nixon. That's what the reason. He ca-
1: said he can't remember where he was on November twenty second, on JFK's assassination, for some reason he says he just doesn't remember where he was that. Day. Well, there's picture. There, there's being, a
0: picture. There's a black and white.
1: And ama- you see young Google, but like anyone they your,
0: say, it's him on the steps of the Central Depository.
1: It's like a, a young man. Anyone you know? who was around for that event would remember where they were when that, they yeah. heard the news. Like yeah, it's he, like when I I remember exactly where I was
0: when the Columbia space shuttle blew up. I was making a U-turn on Northwest 7th Street, going to lunch, and debating where I was going to go eat, and at the last minute, I said, no, I'm not going to eat there today, and I'm oh making my a God. U-turn. Pres-
1: Prescott Bush was also in the Skull and Bone Secret Society.
0: You were supposed to know that already, considering how conspiratorial you were. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you uh, you found that out now. You know could you make the-, the connection between the Bush and the Remington right-hole
1: um I can't find anything about that. Um I find that he was assistant to major weapon contractors. Yeah, but that's um, oh,
0: that means that that's modern Oh, time. he
1: got intelligence training. That's how his son inherited head of the CIA. Yes. Um, but there's
0: got to be Remington rifle in there somewhere.
1: Okay. So, so you're
0: a, making me go to my...
1: I'm looking at here his business career. I'm not seeing Remington rifles. I'm seeing um Maybe I got the arm Maybe I got the uh, I, I think maybe Brown's, I got the
0: uh, arm company wrong.
1: I don't see it. Um I don't see it.
0: Okay. Well hit another link, man.
1: Oh uh, okay. Jeez. I'm looking around. Gee. Looking around, I don't see that. Maybe But I'm... yeah, man, if there's if Trump doesn't come back, I will thank him for one thing. Which is destroying the political legacy of the Bush family. Forever.
0: Oh my god. You know I can't agree with you there, but
1: uh eh. You, uh, you, you, I think you can agree with me. You can't nah, be pro-Bush. You can't be pro-Bush. Come on.
0: I am pro-Bush. You are? Yeah, they're, they're actually... People know me and my ties to the Bush personally. I'd have to be really ungrateful to to be anti-Bush. And not only did I support his presidency when he was competing against Reagan in the primary, but my, the ties are well-founded. I'd be really, really
1: ungrateful... Well, I, I would... Trump... To, you. If you could sit down and retire, I think we could forgive you, pardon you for some stuff, as the destroyer of Jeb Bush and the family dynasty. Thank you for ridding us from one. Well, if you knew knew that, if you knew
0: them personally, you would understand they're very decent and fine Americans.
1: No, I get it. get it,
0: and made tremendous sacrifices for this country. And uh, they 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 were people of privilege who went to war, man. That that says something.
1: That used to be the norm. Before oh, yeah. Volunteer. They, Classic
0: those... dilute, denigrate, and deny. Classic liberalism.
1: Oh no no. <sighs> this is just the Pentagon making sure that they can't not get their way every time. the The study was found that they believed they could have prevented another Vietnam if it was a, a volunteer am I, am I saying that right? instead of a draft army, but more or less, in the words of Nixon, there is no anti-war movement. There is an anti-draft movement.
0: Or also said is there's no such thing as an anti-war Do, movement, even but it should be a peace movement.
1: Even Obama was uh, a tense cousin once removed from George H.W. Bush.
0: Well, there is. here's a story that you can expound upon. Put it out there for you to research. There is a story that Barry Sotoro, stepfather to Barack Obama, when he was, uh, I think it's his wife's second marriage, after Obama became, she married a guy named Barry Sotoro. Maybe I got Mr. Sotoro's first name wrong, but I believe it's Barry Sotoro. He became uh, uh, a citizen of Thailand to get into a boarding school or a private school in Thailand. But Barry himself, Barry Satoro, not Barry the son, which is Barack lived a good considerable amount of time as Barry Satoro, not as Barack Obama. And that Mrs. Satoro was actually a CIA henchman uh, hired by the CIA to take out take out a lot of communists during George Bush's time at the CIA. And that's just a rumor out there. I don't know exactly what that means. I never looked into it, but. It's obviously George Bush, the second, W, had a, a tremendous affinity for Barack Obama to that last to this very day. So there's something to it. I think it's Samuel Prescott Bush. That's his name. So that must be the father to Prescott Bush.
1: And it says here. We're back to Wikipedia. Yeah, this Sheldon Prescott Bush was the one who was Father in Prescott Sheldon
0: Bush, grandfather of George Herbert Walker Bush, and great-grandfather to George Walker Bush, W, Sam Bush, was in his era to Remington Arms Rifle Company, what Dick Cheney was to Halliburton in our generation. So... I find that kind of tacky description because I was hoping it read historically and it didn't. But Preacher's son Bush looks innocent until you are informed that his patron, Percy Rockefeller, took control of Remington Arms in 1914. Frank Rockefeller was president of Buckeye Steel, for three years, from 1905 to 1908, followed by Sam Bush from 1908 to 1927. Throughout Britain and Russia, they sold weapons of, they were called the merchants of death. Totally opinionated because there's anecdotes, people questioning this verbiage. You see it here on Wikipedia, people are questioning how these things are said. Very opinionated it sounds. Samuel Bush donated a son. Check that out. How did Samuel Bush donated a son? Prescott Sheldon Bush to the marriage of Dorothy Walker, which is, explains why our president is called George Herbert Walker, which is daddy. The name Walker comes from the middle name of George Bush's uh, family members on the mother's side. So I wanted to make that clear. I didn't want to allow this fine gentleman to not find the connection that I knew was true between the Bushes and Remington Rifle. So
1: I wouldn't doubt it. It just wasn't coming up that I was looking at.
0: It's called search engine. Change your search engine words. Notice how I found it pretty quickly. I'll give you a pass, because last show, I was having difficulty finding, because I just didn't know the congressman's name, uh, who gave an explanation of how insidious, the $1.7 trillion on-the-bus bill that just passed, proving the meme that I've come to the conclusion, as Mr. Uh Roger, uh, Starbucks said, uh, uh, "Is it Roger? What was the name that?" The federal government is a crime scene And I'll leave it on that note. Would you like to have a parting shot before we end the young and old show?
1: Yeah, we were and, all over the place today.
0: Uh, we always are. I guess <laughs> I guess we have to
1: start. where I, I was where expecting we end. to be like a big conversation about Brandon. No, totally I respected
0: went- your list.
1: You did, you did, you did. But I thought we were going to be talking. I'm not. I'm not saying you didn't respect me. I'm just laughing about like we were really scatter shot today.
0: We have been since yeah. the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to be orderly in 2023. Apologies
1: to everyone.
0: If you we're if you like our show, next time. say so to him. If you see me in the street, say so to me. WsqfRadio.com is our live stream. These shows are recorded there. You'll see them 1 through 10. We are on 10 today. We've made it to seven ten Since we always start at the end of a song post 5 o'clock. So we like to start at 5, but since we don't play commercials here, we're not owned by anyone or told what to do here. It is pure, pure. This is
1: where free men reign. Yes. This is where free men reign.
0: Take care, my friends, WSQF, Blink Radio. And remember, stay free. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube, Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.